Hey, sustainable fashion supporter. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, a podcast dedicated to fashion sustainability and equipping you with the knowledge to do better in the world. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you on this journey to right the harmful fashion industry. You ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back, everyone. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about business strategy for sustainable brands. And the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I find that my clients struggle with a lot of the same issues. And I also find that people I talk to that own sustainable brands are facing these same problems too. I'm going to be talking about strategies, questions you should be asking yourself, and things you should be spending your time and money on in today's episode. At the end of the day, I want to make sure that you are equipped to have a profitable, successful, and sustainable company. Before I get into the strategies and the tips, I do want to chat about the sustainable fashion designer starving artist mentality. And I don't think it's everyone, but I do think a good portion of people in the sustainable fashion space have this notion or way of thinking that because they're changing the world and because materials are more expensive and maybe consumers aren't willing to pay a lot, they have to not make a lot of money and live by little means and have kind of the starving artist mentality. And honestly, that really, really breaks my heart because I wholeheartedly believe in these businesses and know that if they can have the right strategy and execution set up, they can really make themselves profitable. And this is something I tell my clients all the time because they are genuinely doing good in the world. They are designing with intention of longevity. They are handpicking quality materials and they are manufacturing, you know, either locally or in an ethical factory. So they are genuinely doing good things in the world and they deserve to be supported by consumers and also financially with money so they can do more good in the world, right? Because if we support these brands with our money, then they can do more of what they're already doing and it can create a momentum and a movement. My first tip is just really believe that you can be profitable and you can be successful. Don't limit yourself to that quote unquote starving artist mentality and thinking that this can't take off and you can't be as profitable as Zara or H&M because you 100% can, but you just have to have the right strategy and execute to that strategy. So you might be thinking, sounds great, but what strategy and what executional things are you talking about, Selena? Great question and great segue. (laughs) I have five tips that I'm going to walk you through today. First and foremost, determine what your ultimate goal is. What is your vision and long-term strategy for your brand or for your company? What do you really, really, really want to achieve? This doesn't have to look like a financial figure, although it can if you want it to be, but what kind of change do you want to enact in the world? How many people do you want to wear your garments? Like things like that, zoom out and think big picture about what your long-term vision for your brand is. Once you have that vision, then you can break it down about how you're going to get there. That's when you can build your roadmap, you can build your goals, and you can break it down year by year, quarter by quarter, month by month, and week by week. Everything you do needs to have a purpose. You can't just constantly put out fires and do whatever people ask of you. 
you need to make sure that you're prioritizing your energy, your time, and your money on what's really going to drive the needle and help you to achieve that long-term vision. And if you're freaking out because you don't have a long-term vision and or a roadmap on how to get there, don't worry, I offer a free complimentary consultation for 60 minutes and we can totally hash it out there. To book your consultation, you can visit www.reclosited.com backslash consultation and I will also leave it in the show notes. Once you have your strategy and your roadmap on how to get there, my second tip or question to you is what value do you bring to the world? You can't just make product for the sake of making product or selling things. And I'm not saying that you do this because you are a sustainable brand and so you most likely are trying to serve a gap in the market, but it is so important to take a step back and think about what value and what benefits people can get from your products. Building onto that, do your products actually resonate with your target consumer? Have you done market research? Have you asked them? And I think when I say market research, some of my clients start freaking out because it sounds super technical, but it can look as easy as going onto Instagram stories and asking your customers, hey, for this crew neck, do you like white or do you like black? Do you like this navy blue color or do you like this green color? It's really about putting your customer at the focus of this and making sure that you are giving value to that customer. And you might be wondering, okay, so how do I get this kind of information and how do I talk to my customer? Well, I just talked about social media. So Instagram stories is a great way to do it. You can ask them questions, you can get them to vote, and it's a way for them to engage with you. So that's really great. If you have a customer list, you can also take your five or 10 best customers and you can survey them. You can literally sit down with them, do a focus group with them over Skype, ask them questions, and then maybe you can offer them product or some sort of discount at the end. But it's really important to talk to, for example, your top five customers. You can also do research on the interwebs, you know, go on to Google, go on to YouTube, or even look on your competitors' websites and see what their customers are buying. I think it's really important to be aware of what's going on in the market and what people are wanting and what kind of white space you can go and fill. And so now that you know your long-term vision, you know your value that you bring to the world, the third tip I have is to really be able to effectively communicate it. Because at the end of the day, you can have this gorgeous product that's ethical and sustainably made, but if no one knows about it or you aren't able to promote it in a way that's meaningful and resonates with people, then you may as well have done it for nothing. And in order to effectively communicate yourself, you need to be really, really crystal clear on who your target consumer is because you need to have that person in mind every time you make a new product or every time you go onto Instagram and post something or every time you do a website update, every single page has to really talk to that person. I even tell my clients to name this person. We create personas and you can do this on your own. Is your customer named Thea and is she a vegan, zero-waste fanatic Or is your target customer someone named Cassandra, who's a corporate working gal that used to shop at Zara for her work clothes, but now she's looking for a more sustainable alternative? Get super crystal clear on who your consumer is. 
Where does she shop? Where does she consume her content? Like, is she on Instagram? Does she listen to podcasts? Does she look at emails? What other brands does she shop at? Get super clear, write it all down, and then have it on your desk or on your wall. And so every time you do something, you are speaking to Thea or Cassandra or whoever you name your persona. Once you have your persona or your target customer all done and ready, you need to be able to talk to her. So let's say she's on Instagram and so you're going to start doing Instagram marketing. You need to make sure you're consistent. You got to post every week, preferably multiple times a week, and you need to be on stories and you need to be engaging with your customers. Don't worry, I'm going to definitely be doing more content marketing stuff and also more stuff on how to drill down on market research and your customer, but I'm just giving you all of the high-level stuff right now so you have it. Make sure you know who your customer is and then you have to start talking to them and you need to start building that relationship. A lot of my clients will release in line and they'll have it on Instagram and they'll start promoting it and then they'll get discouraged when there's not a lot of sales. But it takes time to build and foster that relationship, right? You got to go through the funnel, the sales funnel of know, like, and trust. It's really important to start talking to your consumer even well before you have a line that's being released. So make sure you're constantly giving them valuable content, giving them value, going back to that, right? And then when you have something you want to sell to them, it's going to be easy and it's not going to be a cold sale. Speaking of sales, my fourth tip is to really get clear on your distribution strategy. If you know your roadmap, you know what value you have, you have a great product that resonates with your target consumer. Well, the last kind of step, if you will, is definitely your distribution strategy. Where and how are your customers going to get and buy your stuff? A lot of my clients are B2C, so they will sell directly to the end consumer on their website. And I think that's great because you get to maximize your margins, you also get the data right away, and you can pivot and edit things as needed. That being said, if you are a B2C brand and you sell predominantly on your website, then you better make sure that your website is optimized, looks great, has a great user experience, user design, and user flow. Because your website is essentially your digital storefront and it is so important to set it up for success. I've had people that came to me before with amazing Instagrams and great products and their website quite honestly sucked and they were coming to me with these issues of not having sales. Well, it makes sense, right? They're putting so much effort and time into Instagram or Facebook and funneling people onto their website. But once the customer went onto the website, it didn't look great, you know, some of the links weren't working. And so you need to make sure that your website is amazing if you are a B2C brand because that is where the sales are happening. And if you are spending all the time and effort to divert traffic to that site, you need to make sure that you are converting customers. Again, if you're worried about your site, we can definitely talk about that in a complimentary consultation. So again, that's just recloseted.com backslash consultation. But it is so, so, so important to make sure you have a website that converts your traffic because you're working so hard to get it there. You need to make sure you're pushing the sales over to the end of the finish line. On the other hand, if you are a B2B brand or you sell to retailers and or you sell on your own website and also in retailers, it's really important to make sure that you have the right distribution strategy as well. 
you need to make sure that your brand is in the right retailers. You need to make sure that you are maximizing your margins because obviously these retailers are going to take a cut. You also want to make sure that you're not diluting or cannibalizing your own sales on your website. And you want to make sure that you have distribution throughout Canada, throughout the States, internationally, etc. if that aligns with your long-term vision. So there's a lot to consider when it comes to your distribution strategy. And if you're interested, again, we can talk about that in the consultation. And I will probably also do more future episodes about it because I really do think it's so important. Because at the end of the day, you may have heard distribution is king. Because if people can't get or access your product to buy it, well, then you can have the most amazing product and you can have all the right strategies. But you're not going to be able to convert and get the sales that you so rightly deserve. Last but not least, I talked about it a little bit at the beginning, but profitability is so important. Your financial health of your business is so, 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 so crucial, and I can't say this enough. A client of mine has the most beautiful line with the best and most sustainable materials, and honestly, she was treating it like a hobby. She had this mindset of thinking that she was forever going to be this, you know, quote unquote, starving artist and not make the financial sales targets she wanted. And that honestly broke my heart because she just needed the right strategy and to believe in herself. This is my way of telling you that this is not a hobby. This is a business and you can really support yourself with this and you deserve to grow and scale because again, like I said at the beginning, you are doing good in the world and so you deserve to grow and other brands that aren't doing good in the world don't deserve that growth. So you need to believe in yourself and own it. Also, I see a lot of my clients that kind of stick their head in the sand when it comes to the financial health of their business. And I think that's a huge no-no. You need to be one with your books. I will say that again. You need to be one with your books. You can't just turn a blind eye and pray for the best. You need to have goals about how much revenue, how much profitability, and what your margins need to be at for this month, this quarter, this year, the next three years, the next five years, etc. Because again, without a roadmap, you won't be able to get there. You need to know exactly how much money is coming in, so your revenue, how much money is going out, so your cogs or how much you're spending, and then how much is left over, so your profitability. And if you're not hitting your targets, be it monthly targets, quarterly targets, or yearly targets, you need to know exactly which levers to push to be able to meet those bottom line targets. If you want to make a million in revenue this year, let's say, and you're super behind, you need to know what levers you can push without discounting product. I think a lot of people will automatically go to discount codes to try and boost sales, but that's really going to damage your brand equity and you want to do it in a healthy manner. If you want to do the consultation, we can also talk about that. And also, I definitely work on all of this with my paid clients, so we can get into it there too. But I strongly, strongly, strongly urge you to take this as a sign to look at your books, see if you're ahead or below target, and make sure that you look at the financial health of your business because it is so important. Those are five of my tips, so I will recap them quickly, but essentially know your vision and make sure you have a roadmap to get there. Know what value you're going to bring to the world. 
figure out how you're going to effectively communicate that to your target consumer, figure out your distribution strategy, and then lastly, really keep an eye on your financial health. And there you have it. I know it was a lot of information and it was a little high level, so I will definitely go deeper in future episodes. And again, if you want to get into it in a consultation call that's tailored to your sustainable fashion brand, just visit www.recloseted.com backslash consultation and we can definitely get into it there. If you want to help us spread fashion sustainability and recruit more members to join our reclosative movement, make sure you leave us a rating and review that really helps us. And take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it to your Instagram stories and tag us at reclosited. That helps us spread the word and it's also really cool seeing you guys listen to our episode. I hope you have an amazing week and remember, we are all in this together and together we will write the harmful fashion industry.